says we are live. We will tap the uh, papers on the desk. Good morning to everybody in the chat. Let me get a combo check. Alan Montgomery, 5x5, Dan H, Norwegian Prepper. Thank you very much. Bear Independent Brief, 25 September 23. You might be asking yourself, but Bear, it's Tuesday. You do these Monday, Wednesday, Friday. What the H-E double hockey sticks is going on here, man? To which I would say, afflict your beings, homies. Yeah, atonement, Yom Kippur yesterday. Um, so, yeah, you know, if and here's the thing. If you do any work, you're cut off. So I was like, mm, I don't want to be cut off. I did that once in my life. It sucked. I don't think I'm going to do that again. So no work yesterday. So you get a brief today. Also, for your situational awareness, um, the high holy days of Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles, the Festival of Ingathering, <laughs> pick your nomenclature, will beginning uh, will be beginning the end of this week. And so if you're one of those people that freaks out when you don't see Bear on the internet for a few days, just take a deep breath. It's fine. I'm uh, celebrating, fellowshipping, and worshiping with my homies. I'll be back when I'm back. Okay. Okay, Bear. Cool. Uh, listen, 40% of you are unsubscribed federal agents lurking in the shadows. That's not cool. Um, if you're new here, subscribe, ring the little bell icon. How many of these you got to watch before you commit to subscribing, right? Like, Don't be noncommittal. On or off, in or out, black or white, ring the bell, click the subscribe button. The rest of y'all, you know what to do. Share the show with somebody you love. Give it a thumbs up. Uh, comment for the algo. Okay, Bear. Cool. Uh, the show, as always, is brought to you by Refuge Medical, of which I am the chief shill. I believe that's technically my title now within the company. We changed it from CEO to chief shilling officer. I'm now the CSO. And... Uh, I get to do that because I own the company. I started it in my barn four years ago, and we make life-saving equipment that is unparalleled in the market. So if you're considering a first aid kit, refugemedical.com. Bear Independent Brief, 25 September 23. We're going to talk about drought. We're going to talk about government shutdown. We're going to talk about the next virus and uh, bats. So, like, I don't even think they're trying anymore. They're like... You know, the, the Wuhan lab leak was bat soup in the live flesh market. And so we'll just use a bat this time for the next. Shut up. Just stop. Louisiana finds itself in the midst of an enduring historic drought, which has now created an emergency for residents dependent on the Mississippi River as their primary source of drinking water. Blech. This marks the second consecutive year in which the drought has led to a diminishing water table and a weakening flow of the Mississippi River. The consequence, the ocean's salt water is encroaching, infiltrating the drinking water systems in the region. That should be fun. Brackish water for drinking. It's going to be a good time. I wonder how much of that, too, is due to the increased population density along the Mississippi River, because a lot of people historically have lived by rivers because water, you may not know this, is necessary for carbon-based life forms. Not necessary for silicon-based life forms, a.k.a. robots and AI. So they're not moving to the Mississippi River Valley that I'm aware of. Uh, deserts, mostly, is where they're moving to. But a lot of people, carbon-based life forms, are moving into those areas, which that increased population density means increased competition for resources, like the river that flows through the country, more or less bisecting it, two-thirds, one-third. You know the drill. 
The Army Corps of Engineers has partnered with the state of Louisiana to undertake the construction of an additional 25 foot of levee because they were so good at the levees during Hurricane Katrina. Let's just hire them to do that part, too. Right. An extension of the project initiated back in July of this year. They are also transporting 36 million gallons of water each day to local treatment facilities. In acknowledgement of the gravity of the situation, an emergency declaration has been declared by the mayor of New Orleans, Latoya Cantrell, who I'm positive is deeply conservative. Governor John Bell Edwards issued a statement saying, quote, I think it's plaque mines. You can never tell down there the way they pronounce these words. It looks like the word plaque, like brush your teeth, homie, and the word mines, like, you know, where the coal comes from or the the diamonds and the gold and the silver if you're a, a dwarf, if you're in the Middle Earth and all that shit. <clears throat> yeah, it could be plaquemines, 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 I don't know. It looks like plaquemines parish has been grappling with this issue since June. Regrettably, drought conditions have only intensified since then, potentially impacting additional communities along the Mississippi River. Plaquemines, thanks, Bayou Country. Well, he's got the word Bayou in his name. He probably knows how to pronounce it. Plaquemines. Okay, roger that. Plaquemines County. We have, okay. However, it is crucial to note, this is per the governor, this is not a time for panic or heating of misinformation. Mm, I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Naman is here. We have navigated through similar challenges before, notably in 1988, and we are closely monitoring the situation while applying the lessons we've learned. Public awareness and reliance on credible sources for updates during this event are of the utmost important, end quote. The governor has unveiled plans to deliver bulk bottled water to New, to New Orleans, although some have criticized this move as unnecessary. My question is, how does the state of Louisiana, or Louisiana, uh, and the federal government, how do they define misinformation and what are credible sources? Because if it's them, um, historical data would show negatory, good buddy, not so much. <clears throat> Credible sources for the current narrative that is being pushed? Absolutely. Credible sources for the actuality of what's happening? No, not at all. Never. But make sure you don't fall into the misinformation rabbit hole. You know what I mean, Mon? Mon knows what I mean, right? No misinformation. She's two big thumbs down over there. Don't fall into the rabbit hole. In other news, what may impact the entire United... Was that a stapler or a gunshot? That stapler's got a lot of horsepower. I almost dove for cover. It's, that's a little tiny stapler, too. Guys, it's, it's like this big. It's a subcompact 9mm stapler. <laughs> and it does have a polymer frame from what I can see from here. So that that's cool. That That's... um impressive that's cool now that i've now that i've cataloged that sound in my brain i'll ignore it the next time but it it got me in other news what may impact the entire united states is that a government shutdown is becoming more and more likely what i'm i'm all for it shut it down but what about the defense of the country okay pay the coast guard pay customs and border patrol pay dod Everybody else, go home. We'll call you when we need you. Also, probably time to dust off that resume, or CV, as our international friends call it, and uh, start shopping it around. I hear there's a lot of jobs available in the tech sector. Oh, wait. 
In other news that may impact the entire United States is that a government shutdown is becoming more and more likely, with a deadline looming less than a week away on September 30th. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who's just killing it, right, because the Republicans are going to fix everything, said, quote, I've been trying to put a continuing resolution on for quite some time. I appreciate all the members who've worked so hard on that. There are still a few members that won't vote for funding the government while we finish all the 12 bills. I don't understand. End quote. <laughs> Learn to code Norwegian prepper. Nice. Remember that? Remember what, what were they, uh, coal miners in Virginia? Yep. They were being laid off? Yeah. Learn to code. Yeah. That worked out really well, huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, backlash, because it, what was it? It was Learn to code. And then people started using that against the news outlets. Yep. And telling them. And so then they got everyone saying that band. Yep. Yeah. Learn to code. Just, just learn to code. I would say at this point, it's learn to dig coal, right? Yeah. Like everybody who learned to code needs to flip around the other direction, learn how to operate heavy equipment and a pickaxe. So Kevin McCarthy doesn't understand. President Biden said in a speech at the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation's Phoenix Awards dinner, quote, funding the government is one of the most basic responsibilities of Congress. Well, first of all, I'm glad that he understands at least in theory, that Congress holds the purse strings. And it's, continuing the quote, and it's time for Republicans to start doing the job America elected them to do. To burn it to the ground? Because that's that's what I would like my elected officials to do at this point. Just napalm, bro. Um, or, in other words, maybe you don't. Maybe don't do the things you were, air quote, elected to do. You're really good at not doing all the other things you were elected to do. Maybe don't do this one as well. Let's just try try it on for size. You know, I'm not saying we're breaking up. I'm just saying we need some time. I need a little bit of distance from this relationship. It feels a lot like an abusive relationship to me. You keep saying that you're going to do better, and I keep coming back, and then you kick my ass again. And I got to tell people that I tripped and fell down the stairs and hit my eyeball into the door handle. And, you know, it's just not working out. So you take some time to work on you. I'll take some time to work on me. And then maybe we can get a cup of coffee and amicably figure this thing out later on down the road. McCarthy is expecting the pressure of the tight deadline to do the work of getting things moving. Quote, because shutting down and having border agents not be paid, your Coast Guard not get paid, I don't see how that's a victory, end quote. Selected, then erected, Green Diesel. My elected officials advised Slow Joey to send more missiles to Ukraine. Nice, Charlie Sierra. So here's the thing. I think they're, well, we just talked about that last week on The Brief. If the government does shut down, it does not impact proposed funding for Ukraine. So... Their missiles are going there either way. Let's see. If a shutdown does occur, that means that many federal employees will be told not to report to work. While they are to be paid retroactively, the pause in financial flow can have significant impact on numerous American households that do not maintain adequate emergency funds. According to the Brookings Institution, the disruption of a government shutdown will include, quote, delays in processing applications for passports, small business loans, or government benefits, Shuttered visitor centers and bathrooms at national parks, fewer food safety inspections, and vari various inconveniences, end quote. <laughs> AKA, like, low-level fear-mongering. If you shut the government down, 
There'll be no safe place to poop in the national forest, and the grizzly bears are going to eat you. Okay. You won't get your passport. I'm willing to deal with the negative consequences of this. Again, just to see. Let's just take a break. I'm not saying we're breaking up. I'm not even saying we need to see other people. I'm just saying we need to take a break. I need to figure out if I really love you, and you need to figure out if you really love me. And we need to figure out what that looks like, how we're going to play this game out. Because right now, I feel like uh, you're a leech, and I'm full of blood, and I'm over it. You just don't treat me right. Any other relationship that I have that was this tenuous, this uh, full of contention and conflict constantly, I'd be like, you know what? We're done. Just we're done. The difference is in this relationship, the person on the other side of the table is holding a pistol, a machine gun, nuclear weapons pointed at your head saying, we will be married or else. I'm like, that kind of seems like kidnapping. I mean, I'm definitely under duress. Um, you know, if you have a monopoly on force, seeing that, that's, here we go, rabbit hole. This is how the Second Amendment is supposed to work. Because, like, they, they point the Browning high power at your head, and you're like, cool thing, bro, and you point an M60 at their face, and it's like, well, now we're in a pickle. So maybe we should just slowly back away from one another and figure this thing out. That's why the government in this country is not supposed to maintain a monopoly on force because then they get to tell you what to do. Oh, by the way, while taking a third to a half of your income as taxation, even if, you know, I'm just a W-2 employee, I only make, you know, a certain amount of money here. I don't pay that much in taxes. Actually, you do because you still pay property taxes. And if you don't, the people you're renting or leasing from do pay property taxes. You pay sales tax. You pay to have the right to drive your vehicle, to register your vehicle. You pay to have insurance on your vehicle. You pay um, part of your property taxes or sales taxes is going to public schooling, which, let's be honest, was invented by the Prussians to make good factory workers 150 years ago. And we haven't modified that one bit in the last 100 and so 150 or so years. You pay Social Security tax, which for me will not exist by the time I'm old enough to draw it. You're paying all of these things against your will and if you don't pay them the men with guns will come and take you and put you in a tiny little box that sounds a lot like indentured servitude and or slavery to me because i'm going to give you half of what i earn and i have no actual input over how you spend the half of what i earn air quote for my benefit not cool and it's tax to no end Isandring person, what's up, man? It's almost like you're quoting um, Rich Men North of Richmond by Oliver Anthony. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. The battle cry of the New Republic? Yes. Appalachistan will survive. I, th You know, I actually think there's high, high hopes for Appalachistan, honestly, because I've done a lot of work in Appalachistan doing power construction. And on billion-dollar projects with more equipment than you could shake a stick at and hundreds of men and women on the ground to get this job done, the mountains were still a bitch. And people who live there, very resilient. Yeah, I was 17 miles down a right-of-way. It's not a road. It's not a dirt road. Down a right-of-way, which is a hole through the trees over the mountain that the power lines run through. 17 miles and there was a driveway to a single wide trailer up there. 
And the guy who was driving the truck with me was like, I wonder what that is. And he turns and I'm like, don't go up there. Don't go. Up. So we, we pull up there and he's like, I don't think anybody's home. And as he's saying that one of the curtains from the window is being pushed back with a 12 gauge shotgun to like, put it in reverse. Get out of here now. And that's Appalachia standing in a nutshell. I was, uh, I was four-wheeling in, in West Virginia. Yes, come near the microphone. Went, Share your experience. Went up a mountain on a side-by-side, and I got to the top of the mountain, and there's a guy in a Ford Ranger <laughs> felling a tree. I'm like, how did I had to be in four-wheel drive in a side-by-side? Uh -huh. You got this thing up here? Uh -huh. like, they know how to do it. Yeah, they well, know what they're doing. Also, Danger Ranger. I mean, well, true. Don't don't discount the Danger Ranger. Also, man. how they get those the single wides. On top, like, they don't have helicopters. I don't know how they get there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, well, see, that area was logged 50 years ago, and they put a house in there, and then they just left the house there, and the forest grew back around it. And let's see the next pandemic. Yay! From RT.com, Russia Today. The headline is the nightmare virus returns. A deadly new bat-borne virus is spreading through Asia. Scared and thirsty fruit-eating mammals caused a fourth outbreak of the Nipah virus in India's Kerala state this month. And this is a long, convoluted article, so I'll read just a little bit. But, you know, the predictive programming, I think, they need to do a little bit of work on. If we're actually living in a hologram, as people like to say we are, program harder, dude. Learn to code. Like, learn to code. I've seen this one before. It didn't work. Uh, also, as my shirt says... Do not comply. Just do not comply. Hashtag do not comply. I will not comply. Not interested. Thanks. From the article, the southern Indian state of Kerala recently introduced emergency measures to combat an infectious respiratory disease transmitted by bats. Where have I heard this before? Although we're not talking about COVID-19 and I'm reading the news YouTube, so please don't destroy my channel today. Although we're not talking about COVID-19, but rather the Nipah virus, it was the fourth such outbreak in Kerala since 2018. On this occasion, the state contained the virus within days and limited the fatalities to two, demonstrating why it has one of the best healthcare systems in India. The Nipah virus, or NIV, the NIV, the NIV is now deadly. You think we're co-opting the NIV acronym? Yeah, I'd... I don't know. I don't like the NIV, but whatever. The Nipah virus or NIV infection, also called the Nipah virus encephalitis, is named after the Malaysian village of Kampung Sunganipa, where it was first found. It is a zoonotic disease that spreads from animals to humans. An outbreak of the virus in Malaysia in 1998 and 1999 started from infected pigs and resulted in 265 cases and 108 deaths. Oh, from infected pigs. Okay. According to the Kerala Health Department, the pig is an intermediary host transmitting the virus from bat to human. The strain then spread to Singapore in 1998, leading to 11 infections and one death. In Bangladesh, the virus has affected 237 people since 2001. 150 deaths were recorded prior to 2011, before cases gradually dropped to zero in 2016. Okay, so it doesn't sound terrible. This year, Bangladesh has recorded 11 infections, resulting in eight deaths. In India, the first Nipah outbreak was reported in the city of Silguri in western Bengal in 2001, where there were 66 cases and 45 deaths. The first case in Kerala was reported in the city of Kozakode. 
I don't know how to pronounce that word, in the northern part of the state in May 2018. During that outbreak, 21 deaths were registered. Kerala likewise battled outbreaks in Kozakode in 2019 and Ernakalum in 2021 before new cases appeared this year in Kozakode. Uh, and they're tying it to bats. Quote, their habit is to fly in long ranges in search of fruit, said C. Abdul Latif, Divisional Forest Officer at Kerala's Forest of Wildlife Department in Kozakode. Quote, they even fly in a 30-kilometer radius in a single day in search of fruit. According to blah, 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 said bats can carry around 4,000 diseases, 4,000 viruses, including Nipah. Also, by the way, for those who are unaware, who are listening, playing at home in the home game, bats aren't food, just so we're on the same page. And uh, you can pray over it. It's still not food. It has four thousand different viruses on it and oh yeah but i boiled it in a soup pot in a meat market in wuhan it should be fine nope a lot of those viruses can withstand boiling or fire or whatever which is why we don't eat them quote the virus will live in the body of the bats while it is fatal for other animals nipa is not present in all bats but only in three percent of them the virus will multiply in the body of each of the 3% and then will spread to others. The virus multiplies because of factors like scarcity of food and drinking water. Interesting. When bats get scared. Interesting. Cl oh, also climate change. Deadly virus due to climate change and due to pregnancy in female bats. The connection to climate change is an assumption that has to be studied, he added. Blah, 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 severe fatigue, headache, respiratory disease, long-ass article. It's on RT. You can find it. And they, it goes on for what would be another 90 minutes of reading from here. Suffice it to say that it appears that at least one of the new scare tactics will be the bat virus from India because the bat virus from China didn't get the job done last time around. How many cases? Uh, the max case seemed to be about 200. 200. 200. Since... 2001? Yep. Every year in America, uh -huh. there are 650 cases of the bubonic plague. Every year in America, there are 650 cases of the bubonic plague. How many people <laughs> died of diabetes last year? Exactly. What's the actual Heart problem? disease. You know what the plague is? Golden arches. The golden Whataburger. Class action lawsuit against Whataburger. Listen, I'm not saying you shouldn't eat Whataburger. I'm just saying you shouldn't eat it every day. You know, once a month after you get done with your PT, sounds good. Um, but yeah, what what is the plague? Pfizer, <laughs> Moderna, Johnson & Johnson. That is that is the plague. Are you the third leading cause of death? Third leading cause of death. What's Medical that? Malpractice. Medical malpractice. Wow. But listen, everybody be in fear of the bats in India, okay? Because 200 people over the last two decades have gotten sick. But medical malpractice, heart disease, and diabetes here in the United States of America, nothing to worry about. 400,000 people die from malpractice every year in America. 400,000 people a year. 400,000 people. So, like, we should probably That's worry about the doctors. That's not even the injured. That's just the deaths. Yeah, we worry about the doctors, not the bats. So, Nostradamus said the plague is the DNC. And while I'm no fan of the DNC, I would submit to you the plague is the two-party system that we have. Because all these Republicans that have been elected to drain the swamp, how successful has that been? Well, that's because of the deep state. Do you think there's Republicans in the deep state too? 
they're all connected, bro. I don't know. There's somebody in this room who was uh, affiliated with the DC lobby uh, association, that, that group of people. DC? Yeah. Yeah, you. You got, yeah, you. You got insider information. Guess what? They argue in front of the cameras. They argue on the floor because that shit's live on C-SPAN that I think four people under the age of 90 actually watch every day. And then after they get done arguing, they all go get together at the bar. They're, most of them are lawyers. The bar. Most of them are lawyers. What do lawyers do? Stretch something out for as long as possible so that they can get as much money out of the clients as possible. When they all know each other, they picked up the phone and coordinated this thing. The moment you brought your suit and they saw who was the other attorney of record, they called the other attorney and they're like, hey, Jim, let's go play some golf. Uh, listen, I'd, I'd really like this thing to go five months. Does that work for you? I was thinking six. All right, let's make it six months. Drag it out. They, they had that issue resolved within an hour. But because they got to fleece you of your money, it'll take six months to resolve this issue. Andy Frazella talks about this all the time. And what's the first thing they tell you? Don't call the other person. Because if you actually call the other person, then you could work it out without the attorneys. It wouldn't drag on for six months. The problem would be handled. And all these, not all these, but most of these people in D.C., they're attorneys. They know how to solve the problems. They don't want to solve the problems. Because they get paid, what, $160,000 a year? And instead of $160,000 a year in net worth increase, millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars, they're fleecing the system. They're fleecing us. So, okay, yeah, the DNC is the plague. It's part of the plague. It, it might be the laboratory where the virus, virus was created, but it's not the virus. The virus is them. That's the brief for today. If you're one of those people that jumps off when it's time to discuss the value exchange, this is your polite invitation to beat feet. Skedaddle. Get out of here. Have a blessed day. Shaloha. Front kick to face ejects people out of chat room. Cheers, Green Diesel. You're welcome, Lisa Davis. Brief, brief, LOL. What's up, Pal Palmetto? I got to be honest with you. You know, with the Moedim upon us, the high holy days, um, I'm less interested in what's happening in the world right now than I normally am. And I, I normally have days where I'm like, all this shit's stupid. I don't care. And so I'm, I'm even more in the camp of all this shit's stupid. I don't care right now. But I am doing my due diligence. I'm doing my job. We are meeting together regularly here on this platform on the U of Tubes to discuss all these things that eh, I don't, just don't care that much about today. Things I do care about. Um, Patreon, Prepper Consultancy. You ask the questions, I give you the answers. Uh, it's 10 bucks a month. Links in the description on all this stuff. Had a lot of questions lately revolving around um, faith and what that looks like in practice. And so, uh, yeah, there's some really good discussion up there. So check that out. And it's an opportunity for you to ask your question on the Give Me Your Questions post and for me to read it and then respond to you in a video um, format for the benefit of everybody else who's on Patreon. And so half of the awesomeness of Patreon are the other people, the other Patreon family members who are there who are offering their insights in the comments as well. What's up, brother Gas for Pound Hail? Uh, we were just talking about on uh, a Rev Atonement. We're talking about some hail that fell in Oklahoma a few years ago that was the size of um, 
cantaloupes and it was punt it, the hailstones were so big that it was falling and hitting the hoods of cars and punching straight through the hood and dislodging the motors in the vehicles from the motor mounts yeah so just imagine an end days 100 pound hail it's going to be you know it talks about that in revelation where each 100 pound hail is a, is a name that i came up with where it says that each hailstone shall weigh a talent. A talent is 77.2 pounds. That's a significant piece of hail. So 100-pound hail just has some alliteration to it. It's the name of uh, the yet-to-be-formed and produced um, <laughs> metal band that I'm going to put together. 100-pound hail. Um Rush, you're special. The ads like you. Sorry, no bad Skinner. I'm I'm not in charge of the ads. That's all. Um, actually, a pop up just came up. It said you have an ad coming in one minute. Skip, and I clicked skip. So hopefully it skipped it. I don't know. Uh, let's see. So that's Patreon. What else? Uh, Refuge Medical. We are in the tail end of our buckets for Bob's giveaway. So. If you uh, purchase any bucket, a wound care bucket, a surgical bucket, a birthing bucket, or a postpartum bucket, every bucket you purchase is another chance to win a custom bug out bag from refugemedical.com, as well as a jelly bean launcher, as well as uh, level four plates in a carrier, as well as a mantis laser training system, as well as a bunch of other stuff as well. So it's it's a whole it's awesome. It's awesome. So check that out. Refugemedical.com. We got a handful of the leather kits in as well. If you haven't seen these before, these are moving faster than I thought they were going to move. Um, so they're made out of leather from Just a Nazarene Leather Co. Right here, same people that do the leather working for the Pathfinder School in Ohio. You might have heard of them, and it's a leather pouch. It's got this red paracord closure, but it comes with a piece of brown paracord. If you want to swap that out, if you're not into the high vis stuff, wooden toggle, and you just you know pull this open that and then inside of here inside of the little one i got a slick kit right there see it boom and in here don't drop it be professional in here what do i got in here i got a pair of chest seals i got a pair of gloves i got some z-fold combat gauze i got a four inch flat etd and i've got some flat duct tape in here as well as a soft heat tourniquet i was just on the phone with a guy um who is a former action guy who provides kits to uh, certain units within the United States Department of Defense. And we were just we we're just chatting, you know, shooting the breeze. His company does some really cool things. Like not only do they do IFACs, they do like mobile hospitals and stuff like that. I was like, cool, get me one of those hospitals in the Connex, please. And thank you. I love it. And we were just talking about the state of the industry. And he's like, dude, have you seen QuickLot? Like, yes, I have. He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. That's why we're holding a lot of it in, in inventory right now because it should be getting weird again. And then, you know, in a couple weeks or a month when it gets truly weird supply chain wise, I'm like, hey, I told you guys, people are going to be like, but Bear, how come you didn't tell us? Like, I've been telling you for months. It's getting weird. You just weren't listening. So for a lot of people, it's not real until it's real. For me, a big part of what we try to do with preparedness is foresee risk and then mitigate that risk. A prudent man foreseeth evil and hideth himself. How do I avoid that problem? That's a big part of what preparedness is. 
when we do the same things with our companies, when we're like, huh, looks like supply chain's getting weird. I've seen this play before. They did this when COVID came out. Huh. And then we couldn't get inventory for 10, 12, 14 weeks. Nah, let's just go ahead and stockpile some inventory now. So we've been doing that at Refuge because it's looking weird again. This is the big leather one. This is the Forester. The little one's the Woodsman. Pop this open. I've got a pocket inside of here as well as Gen 7 Cat Tourniquet. Good to go. Inside of this leather pouch. It's got brass snaps on it. Handmade out of leather. All made in America, by the way. As is our pocket kit. See that right there? Made in the USA. Not made in North America. Made here in the United States of America. Pop this open. And I've got my pressure bandage, my combat gauze, my compressed gauze, Sharpie, chest seals, nasal pharyngeal airway, uh, duct tape, trauma dressing, et cetera, et cetera. Good to go inside of my nifty little leather pouch. So those are up on the store. Bearfax are in stock. Uh, we've been working really hard to keep them in stock so they will ship to you fast. We're one of those companies where if we say it's in stock, that means I own the inventory. So unlike Hoptics Planet, um, where you and then you get an email immediately that says, thank you for your order. This item is temporarily out of stock. We will keep you posted. And then three years later, you still haven't gotten your Vortex Strike Eagle 1 to 8 that you ordered. They didn't Oh, no, they charged me. They charged me. I actually saw those guys at SHOT Show. They're like, hey, we're with Hoptics Planet. And I was like, yeah, don't talk to me. They're like, what? I was like, you still owe me an LPVO from three years ago. They're like, no. I said, yeah, you want to see the emails? They're like, we're so sorry. I said, no, that's not the only issue I've had with you. I don't buy from you anymore because it says in stock, and the moment I click buy now, I get an email that says, thank you for your purchase. This item is temporarily out of stock. We don't do that. If it says in stock, it's in stock. Fair fact, really quick, flagship kit right here bare fact there are many like it but this one is mine molly compatible pals wedding webbing compatible nylon ballistic nylon made in the united states for your portability durability got a soft tee committee on TCCC recommended windless tourniquet on this side i've got a set of shears on this side by the way this is what it looks like when it spends more than a year outside because we test our stuff pop the lid open like so grab the red handle pull now I'm holding my trauma kit in my hand where I need it. It's not attached to my body where I can't get to it. Pop it open. Boom. All the trauma med stuff right here. Tourniquet, pressure bandage, tape, gloves, because that's wet and not yours. Don't touch it. Sharpie in the back, back here. What do we got? What do we got? Shears, five by nine gauze pads, big gauze, because if I need big gauze, I need it now. A burn tech dressing right here. And a pair of chest seals because you got two lungs and usually you have an, a penetrating wound of the pleural space. You got an in-hole and an out-hole. We've got, uh, let's see, the director of operations from Refuge Actual just walked in the door. Do you want to say hi or, do, or no? Do you not want to say hi? Then in the bottom pouch down here, come over. Say hey. Hi. <laughs> Um, update, APLS blankets are still in a little bit of lead time, which is why surgical buckets haven't shipped yet. Oh. Marine Corps put them in all their IFACs. Why well, I don't know, a little bit of a delay, but they're coming. 
So, and that's why we spec'd it because the Marine Corps put it in all their IFACs. Mm -hmm. We got some, played with them. Turns out they're awesome. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. So good job. They're coming. Um, what else? What else is new at the shop? What do they need to know? Um, I told them about leather kits already. Yeah, those are flying. What We're about it? Filling those today, actually shipping them out. High five. Uh, adventure kits. Where are we at with adventure kits? They are shipping and every day that they're in now. They're not off pre-order. Okay. Um, awesome. We got stomp bags and yeah. um, the field medic bags are in stock. Yep, and right. wound care buckets have been flying off the shelves to the point where he can't even keep up with them. So those are on a one <laughs> to two day delay because. It's bucket, bucket. Oh no, month. a one to two day delay. Yeah. I just told them I'm still waiting on something from Optics Planet after three years. And they need to know that we're not shipping, you know, for these next nine days. Oh yeah. October. Right. So, so what's our last day for shipping this week? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. So get it in while you can. Otherwise it'll ship the, uh, ninth. the ninth. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But we'll have everything set and ready. So like the ninth, 10th, 11th things are going to like be flying out the door. Awesome. So we're getting ready. Thank so, you so much. No problem. All right, you guys know the drill. The bottom of the bear fact down here, I got my quick clot. I got my trauma pack. Two by twos, four by fours, five by nine gauze pads, iPad, eye shield, survival blanket, compressed gauze, triangle bandage, curlix, rolled gauze, flat duct tape. RefugeTraining.com. I believe it's October 28th and 29th. We've got classes at the Refuge Building in Spiro, Oklahoma. If you've ever wanted to come hang out with the Refuge team, share a little bit of time, uh, learn the fine art of how to not die, we've got Responder 1 and Responder 2 on the 28th and the 29th in Spiro, Oklahoma, not far from Fort Smith, Arkansas, not far uh, from, you know, within a reasonable drive of Dallas, Texas, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma XNA Airport in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and uh in Fort Smith, you got everything from hotels to national parks if you want to bring your RV or go camping or whatever. So don't be an ass. Come to class. Come hang out with the refuge team. We're going to be training in our building, which will be pretty cool from the scenario-based standpoint with Responder 2. So that's at refugetraining.com. And your Patreon promo code does work on both training and kits at refugemedical.com. So be sure to check that out. And let's see what else. GrindstoneMinistries.com. Uh, Grindstone is building our rehabilitation facility, restoration facility for juvenile human trafficking survivors, which is called Caleb House. So if the spirit moves you and you want to give, there's online giving at GrindstoneMinistries.com. And Caleb with a K, CalebHouse.org. Go check that out. If you want more information on who we are and what we do in the anti-trafficking space, Caleb with a K, CalebHouse.org. Check that out. And of course, all the swag is at Grindstone, Caleb House t-shirts, long sleeves, and hoodies. Uh, our brother Sauce, Facts Not Feelings shirt. Our brother Rex's The Real Dope shirt. Oh, I'm hit. Oh, oh staple to the plural space. Um, we are a little closer. Might actually attend. Awesome, squirrel. Oh, oh decompress. Wait, I can't show them how to do that on camera. Ah. Oh. Three in a row. I'm hit. Um, Palmetto said TQ check. I fine. Watch this. Watch this, Palmetto. Nice. So is that a soft tee? Yeah. They said that the loose pants, they got this nice little tourniquet pocket. The loose pants have a tourniquet pocket. That's awesome. Here's my TQ. And, and here's my slick kit in my pocket. 
these are actually the shorts that we designed the slick kit for. Really, they are. The sexy legs and khakis kit. Boom. Check that out. All right. Anywho, you guys know the drill. I got to uh, I got to do stuff. I got to go be executive bear. I appreciate y'all. Hey, uh, do me a favor. Share the show with somebody you love. And check out uh, Refuge uh, before sundown tomorrow, before sundown, Wednesday the 27th. And I'll probably do a brief tomorrow as well, just because we usually do one on Wednesday. But, hey, we'll see. And, of course, go support uh, all the people that I love on Patreon. Our brother Rex, uh, Taborosaurus Rex channel. Our brother Saw, Survival Applications and Weapons Systems. My brother and pastor, PJ, Pastor Joe Fox of Viking Preparedness on Patreon. Go do it. It's worth it. Y'all have a blessed day. Shaloha.